Urban Dictionary defines romantic comedy as the most vile, insipid, sanity-destroying, horrible genre in the history of film. Respectfully, we disagree. I'm Samantha. I'm Mia. And this is... You You Rom Complete Me! Woo! Hugh for one. Hugh for one. Episode 41. We've made it. Episode Hugh for 41. 40 Hugh for one. No. No. It's funny because Hugh Grant actually hates rom-coms, so well, it'd be great to celebrate so him. Fucking many. Listen, he knew what made him the big bucks. I know, I know, and it did. All right, we're back. We're and here. So are the crinkly, crunchy eyes. And so are the crinkly, crunchy They've eyes. They've returned. After Hugh Grant ages past a certain point, his his face gets real crinkled. Yes, and he's his charming self in this movie. It's it's a quintessential Hugh Grant romp. Yeah. And it's Sandra Bullock is there too. Sandra Bullock is there too. Two weeks notice. Hugh weeks notice. <laughs> and Sandra Bullock's character has the same name in this film as she does in While You Were Sleeping, the most beloved film I've found in this podcast. Would you do you think I'm just gonna start off with a an existential question. Do you think that the movies could have swapped leading men somehow? And what do you think that would have felt like? Oh shit. Oh could you imagine shit. while you were sleeping with Hugh Grant? And or could you imagine two weeks notice? I could Bill Pullman. I could not imagine while you were sleeping with Hugh Grant. I agree, but I could he's definitely. He's too much of a scamp. He's too much of a scamp. <laughs> but, but you know, but like Bill Pullman's a scamp, but he's like oh, he's a sensitive scamp. Sensitive scamp. He's not a swarmy British scamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I could see two weeks notice with Bill Pullman. As mm-hmm. as a businessman. Oh, my God. I just want Bill Pullman to be in every romantic comedy and then mm-hmm. see whether it's just that I love Bill Pullman yes. or that he just makes everything better by his presence. Should we add a new question to the list 41 episodes yes. in? Which yes. is, could you imagine Bill Pullman yes. in this role? We're going to retroactively go through every single movie and say this. Great. Awesome. That'll be in our last he episode. He would make everything better. <laughs> I'm going to just go through all 41 movies and be like, Bill Pullman, yes or no? Yes. This movie. Yes. I'm going to add a column to the spreadsheet, and I'm just going to do it personally. Excited. So. Do you want to tell the people what this movie is about? This is the 2002 film, Mm -hmm. Two Weeks Notice, starring Hugh Grant and Sandra Bullock. The Hugh Thousand and Hugh film, Hugh Weeks Notice, (laughs) you mean? (laughs) I'll just pause after every word so that you have a moment to put in a little uh, quip. Great. Anyway, Two Weeks Notice is about Sandra Bullock, uh, whose name is Lucy, who is a lawyer who is very passionate about her community and about saving the buildings in New York City from being torn down. When you say New York City. Oh my God, we're not. Oh my God. (laughs) And Long Island. And Long Island. On the island of Manhattan. It's not. I'm just looking out the window. On what island is it, Mia? It's on the island of Long Island. I was going to say the island of New York. New Long Island. Old Long Long Island. Island. Yes. Long Island Island City. Yep. You're welcome. Great. Uh, Mia has an ongoing point of contention with one of our co-workers. Geographically. About how Brooklyn, Queens, everything else is on Long Island, and Long Island is an island that's surrounded by water. It's not an argument that Long Island is an island. It's an island. I've never, Bud, I've never argued this point with you. I know. I Honestly, don't care. Um, I'm Port not. Long Island is the part of the fish mouth of uh, Long Island. This is Long Island Baby with like mouth. a fish. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, people say. But I'm not from Long Island. I know nothing oh. about it. I kind of 
looks like a fish. People say that. It's an island that is long. Yes. That's all I know about it. You live there. You love it. I don't love it. <laughs> and I don't live there. You used to live there. Yeah. But, like, look. Oh, I see. It's uh, got, like, two It kind of reminds me of, like, that prehistoric creepy fish. Yeah. And mm. then it's got, like, a little mouth. That's where Yeah, Carmilla no, I see. I see the eye. I see and the... that's where uh, JFK Airport is. And, uh... Wait, well, hold on, hold on. Wait, where's the mouth? Like, this gaping part here it's like oh, nah, see nah, nah. i was thinking this as the mouth and that oh, little green park no. is the eye like this is the head this and is really entertaining for content, the listeners because we're looking at a map on google maps <laughs> if you want to play along I still oh google i guess i kind of see it but i like this being the the big gaping mouth like it's evil i see that okay but like your point <laughs> is better because you live there so Thank you. Whatever. Anyway, uh, back to the film that I haven't been able to describe yet. Sorry. Because we keep segueing. Um, <laughs> two Weeks Notice is about Sandra Bullock, who is a lawyer who cares about the world around her. Hugh Grant is a big, bad businessman who just wants to flirt and have a good time. He's the face of the company uh, that his brother runs. Uh-huh. And... He meets Sandra Bullock at a time when his brother demands he gets a new lawyer that he won't sleep with. Yeah. And so they make a deal where Sandra Bullock will work for him if he promises not to tear down the community center on Coney Island. And so when she works for him, she does everything from him. For him, she proceeds and does his divorce proceedings. She picks out his outfits. She mm-hmm. leaves in the middle of her best friend's wedding to go help him out. And finally, she is sick and tired of all that bullshit. Yeah. And so she mm-hmm. gives him two weeks' notice. Boom. And the name of the movie. thus is the process of finding a new hire for him to replace mm-hmm. her as they both realize that they care deeply about each other beyond their Pepper Potts, Tony Stark relationship. Yeah. But is it a rom-com? Well, I think we should start off this mm-hmm. episode with a trigger warning. With a trigger warning that um, the forty-fifth president uh-huh. of the United States makes a guest appearance. A cameo in this. because he was Voldemort, a, a bad business person. He was a bad in business New York City person at the time of this film. Yep, he uh, too does real estate development and makes everybody feel terrible in their hearts and souls. So, can it be a rom-com if that terrible human shows up in a movie? In the movie. I mean, it we're makes me... We're not going to name him by name. Real uncomfortable. Yeah, we were <sighs> upset. <laughs> yes. And then I found out later on that actually he lent out one of his houses for the filming of this film. Really? The house that uh, George's brother lives in in Westchester Ugh. is actually he who must not be named's house as well. I hate that for everyone. Yeah. Oh, the weird study with the books and the picture frame hanging over the bookshelf oh yeah. that doesn't surprise me yeah ugh but still gross local ugh i mean i guess we say tentatively that it still is a rom-com yes. even if he appears i think they should cut him out yeah it doesn't make sense but he probably gave them money and because they love the house they can't do that so i i'm just not going to answer is it a rom-com okay personally and i'm going to say yeah sure okay how about that meet cute though pretty good yeah she talks to him about the coney island project outside of his building to get him to listen to her and he gets distracted and uses what her she's words for quotes for an article about new york Eye city um, and then he realizes that she's super smart and hires her to mm-hmm. be his lawyer yeah. and they have a good banter They've yeah got, like, they have a, a really good banter on. so it's really cute it's a good meet cute it's a strong what combo about a meet cute opposites what you want 
yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's good. And it's like very like, if you see like physically opposites attract because at this time she's sort of wearing very like hippy dippy clothing, right. like headband. He looks sharp in his business suit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so yeah. it's true. It's, it's a, a me good one. Cute. Does it fly in real life? Um, this is like the, a lot of things would have to happen for this to happen. I mean, maybe if you are like a rich businessman, this shit can happen to you. I guess I don't wouldn't know because I'm I, neither rich nor a businessman. Nope. Um, it was very outlandish overall. Yeah. The things that happen, the spoofs and goofs. Yeah. The scenarios. Mm-hmm. It's too complicated for real I life. I don't know if their working relationship would have worked in real life. No. I don't think someone who was like as into what she was into would agree to do that. Yeah. I know that happens a lot of like. It's kind of a trope is, of like, oh, I am going, like, everything that you believe in, I don't believe in, but I'm going to, like, infiltrate yeah. with my heart and my cute soul and, like, get in and change you. You're not going to like this comparison I'm making. You're going to not think it's good, but I'm going to make it anyway. But, like, is Hugh Grant kind of like the Miranda Priestly of this film? Hmm. Not in the same ways, but he's, you know, she's overworking for him. He's got very specific requests. Da, da, yes. da, 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 in a way. I don't know. He's not as much of a badass as Miranda no. Priestley is, though. Oh, no. He could never. He and Miranda Priestley doesn't change in the end of the film. Yeah. No, it's true. Like Michael Scott said, did you know that she's the villain? <laughs> I love that. That's a, that's a great cold open of The Office, if anybody's <laughs> interested. Uh, so two weeks notice. Did it age well? Um, no, because our president is in it, and he's terrible, and I hate him. The fact that I typed out his name three times I know, in this sheet you, was really pup-setting. Yeah. No other digressions needed? Yeah, we literally <laughs> said nothing else. We were like, he who must not be named is in this film. No, it did not age well. End of story. End of story. So we'll just go on to the next question. Samantha, did mm-hmm. you fall in love while watching this movie? The crinkly, crunchy eyes, perhaps? The twisty bobcat pretzel? Sandra Bullock. I mean... The bangs. Mia kept asking whether she should get bangs throughout this film. There are two people, two movies back to back with good bangs. I know. I know. What am I supposed to do? A person like Not me. Not get bangs. You get bangs and you complain about the bangs. I know. And I can still see my split ends on part of my hair from where the bangs have grown out. Your hair looks very lovely today. Thank you. Don't look so sullen, buddy. Just want give me a smile. I just want to have a good face for little bangs. treat. Give me a treat. I smiled. <laughs> oh, she looks so cute, so cute, my beloved, um, my beloved work wife. Okay, did, but did you fall in love with the movie? I guess. Don't fall in uh, love with me. Focus on the. I'm film. already in love with you. Oh, it's fine. Did you fall in love with the movie and or me? I do like this movie. It's very silly and quotable and good. It is silly. Hugh Grant has a lot of great one-liners in this film. Pokemon? <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. Uh, and Sandra Bullock is lovely. I love a Sandra Bullock movie. Yeah. She's just a joy. Yes. And I'm sad that we're not watching Miss Congeniality for I this podcast. We could watch but it's not a rom-com. Today. We could argue about that on a, an episode of the <sighs> podcast. No. It's just so good. Okay. All right. Are you rethinking your life now? I don't know. No, not particularly. Are you? Uh, nothing about this movie makes me want to change my life. Okay. I don't want to be her. I don't want to be him. Okay. I don't want to be anywhere in the vicinity of he who must not be named. Mm. You don't want to share a helicopter with another family? I would, but that's <laughs> the only thing I would give into in this film. Okay. Yeah. This movie isn't, like, aspirational in any way. No. 
didn't give me the heebie-jeebies. Oh, he's pretty cute. With he's her. pretty cute, but like their romance he is not carry something. He doesn't carry her to an RV to let her poop. In yeah. RV. Nothing Love. about this film makes me like yearn for their romance. Like it's cute. Yeah. But all the like hectic, you know, workaholic behavior she has mm-hmm. to engage in in order to sort of make him fall in love with her accidentally, not on purpose. Right. It just it's not what I'm into. Okay, that's fair. Do you have any favorite quotes from this film? I already mentioned the twisty bobcat pretzel. Do you want to say the exact quote? Because I found it on the internet. I searched for it for you. So Sandra Bullock at one point gets drunk on a ship after her long distance boyfriend breaks up with her. And they're talking about how she is good in bed. Yes. And she says, look, I can bend like a pretzel. I'm serious. I'm not talking the straight kind. I'm talking like the twisty kind. Twisty like a bobcat salty type of pretzel. Bobcat pretzel. <laughs> because that's what men want, right? <laughs> it was very funny. Uh, I'm serious. The twisty guy. <laughs> yeah, the twisty kind. Good. It's a great physical comedy scene, word comedy scene. The whole thing is good. Yeah, it's great. I love her. Uh, there's her quirky BFF, her friend, who is played by Heather Burns, who is mm-hmm. also in You've Got Mail and also yes. is with Sandra Bullock in Miss Congeniality. Yes, Heather Burns. Um, and her friend gets married, and then they have, like, a heart-to-heart out on, like, her steps when mm-hmm. Sandra is very upset. And her friend says, I used to be afraid of being alone. Then I got married. Now I'll never be alone again. Yeah. <laughs> she's very upset about it. And her, like, husband, like, leans out the window. is like, everything okay? And she's like, not everything is about you! Not everything is about you! Um... Do you know what I like more than chess? What? Pokemon. Why <laughs> uh, he says Pokemon is Pokemon? so funny in his little British accent. I thought he said Pokeball for some <laughs> reason. And you're like, no, Pokemon. We had to rewind yes. it. Uh, and then there was, we kind of alluded to this already. They take a helicopter ride during the movie. Uh, but once Hugh Grant sort of leaves his job in a grand gesture for Sandra Bullock, they mm-hmm. meet out on the street and he tells her, I'm now poor. When I say poor, I mean, we may have to share a helicopter with yeah. another family. Uh, and speaking of his riches, at one point he yeah, does yeah. mention, I own the hotel and I live there. My life is very much like Monopoly. Yes. <laughs> he had so many great lines. I had to stop yes. myself from putting everyone down. He just, his comebacks are just so like perfect and quippy. Um, and when at the point that she says that he's the most selfish person in the world, uh, and he said, well, that's ridiculous. Have you met every person in the world? Yes. <laughs> it's a very funny line. There's a line where he goes to his brother's house and uh, his brother's wife asks him if she can get him anything. Mm. And he says, a milk dud. And she <laughs> says, oh, we don't have any of those. I could send out for one. He's like, no, that'd be ridiculous. Send out for a whole box. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of good quips. Wow, that Hugh Grant. So good at quips. Really great at quips. Shall we move on to the rom-com beyonds? We shall, we shall. Let's do it. New York City, baby. Fancy parties. Michael fucking Buble. Nora Jones is literally there at At a party. party. They play tennis. There's eating food off each other's plates, the things they don't like. They get stuck in a traffic jam. There's helicopter rides. They just fall in love with architecture. Wow. Yeah, she's got a great dress she wears. It's true. And I love it. It's a great, it just, it's a rom-com. He wears a really long tie. Stupid Donald Trump. Oh, you said his name. Everything. You said his name. I've summoned him. He's here now. Oh. Like Voldemort <laughs> himself. It's all right. I'm going to knock him over the head with my water bottle. Great. It's fine. Perfect. Would you watch this film again? Probably. I own it on DVD. I don't know if I would. Just skip over 
I just uh, what if watch I watch the compilation on YouTube? What if I of his quips illegally burned it onto my computer mm-hmm. and edited the f- whole film to cut out that scene for you, bud? Sure, and I then love that. Burned it on a different. Please DVD. do that for me. Great. And then we'll will you it. like illustrate on the CD what the cover looks like yes, for me? Yes, I will. Okay, I will done. Draw them. Um, after this film ends, what do you think happens to our our couple? They just eat Chinese food in her parents' apartment forever. For the rest of time. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's another funny quote. Yeah. He's like, I can get apart th- across this apartment in, in six fi- seconds. Yeah. Watch. One, two, One, three, two. four. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I mean, he clearly still has money because he's like, we have to share a helicopter. Yeah. So he gets another real estate job. They start a company together. Yeah. I don't know. They're going to make it. In the deleted scene that we yeah. watched. They said they were the going to start very a, long deleted <laughs> very scene, long the very deleted unnecessary scene. deleted scene. Yeah. Um, they said that they were going to start a up a thing and work together. So yeah, I think they stay together. Yeah, I think so too. Cool. Shall we? Talking tropes. So many for this film. A lot. of Another reason why it's a rom com. Grand gesture. He quits his job for her. He blows the the deal. So what you might not have known if you haven't watched this movie as recently as we have Mm. is uh, towards the end of the film, Hugh Grant's brother tells him that he can't fulfill the promise to um, not knock down the community center. It's much more lucrative if they knock down the community center and then build the hotel. And so... Hugh Grant has to be the one to, like, tell everyone this, and he has to give a big speech. But he turns his speech around into a big romantic gesture for Sandra Bullock. Flowers, chocolates, promises he does intend to keep. Mm -hmm. He does. Opposites attract. Yeah, big time. Very strong. like a crunchy granola. He's a big businessman. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Kind of like in You've Got Mail. He's got a big... businessman he's gonna ruin everything yeah <laughs> except yet, he doesn't this time and yet you see? love this film it, well because he doesn't ruin her life you see what can happen if you just don't ruin a life a legacy planting seeds in a garden you never get so to see? you think that this man whoever wrote this film or woman knows better than Nora Ephron no I would never say that okay just checking <laughs> moving on she's perfect she's perfect it's Sandra Bullock you guys she's the Meg Ryan she's a saint movie. yes uh, they've been here all along. They slowly and all at once fall in love. Yeah. It, it surprises them both, I believe. Calm down workaholic. Yes. She, night and day, yes. works for him, with yes. him. Near him, in him. Beside him. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet, friend. Um, reform bad boy. We give this a .5 because he's just kind of like a, a whore. He yeah. likes to sleep with yeah. women who he works with. And then... Conceivably, he does. He stops doing that. Yes. Um, we've got uh, makeover. 0.25. She really glams herself up for yes. the children's benefit. She wears a very good dress. There's a scene earlier in the film when they're on the boat and they're drunk, and he makes a comment about, well, like if you want to maybe attract more men, you could wear more makeup. And she says, you know, I like don't want to do that. She's like, if I'm going to wear more makeup, I'm going to wear it for someone who like I really want to impress so arguably she wants to impress him she does she do uh we've got quirky bff yep heather burns heather burns from you've got mail and miss congeniality she's Mm -hmm. a good friend she's a good friend love triangle lust triangle so we get this a 0.5 we haven't even mentioned her character yet that's why she sucks alicia witt plays june 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 carter i think so she is june carter no. Jim Carter Cash? <laughs> no, I don't know. She has some name. 
That would be funny if they named her June Carter. I don't know. Probably not. Uh, so she comes in and she's going to be Sandra Bullock's replacement, but she's a little bit shady and she like kind of plays strip chess with, um, Hugh Grant is really like sort of moving in on him in an inappropriate way. And she and Sandra Bullock clash a lot. And then she tries to take her stapler. Yeah. They get into a big old fight. They get into a big old fight. And Sandra snaps a stapler Snap, 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 snap. And then Hugh Grant says some very mean words to her. Very mean words. his speech doesn't quite compensate, but yes. that's fine. Hate to love. Um, for sure. Love. Yes, yes, yes. Give it all up for love. He throws away that big old hotel deal for her mm-hmm, to fulfill mm-hmm. his promise to her. Yep. We've got my favorite place in the world. New, New York, York, New York. I started spreading that news. Thaw that cold, cold heart. Point five. Yeah. And that's it. They both are like, eh. yeah. he's a scamp. She's... Unlucky in love, question mark. Doesn't yeah. Super believe in it. Uh, we didn't put it Sorry. down, but now I'm thinking sure. about it that maybe we can give like a 0.25 to tragic backstory. Like she clearly has a bad relationship with her mother oh, yeah. that she alludes to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's never enough what she does for her mother. Both of her parents are hippie crunchy lawyers like her. Yeah. Um, so that yeah. one kind of applies a little bit. Big time. All right. Oh, she's she's... Lighting the fire, folks. She's gonna crinkle and crunch. What if Anna needed that paper? It was my paper. Oh, it's your paper. Okay, great. I thought you took it out of her inbox. No, I just flipped it. We're not in the usual recording. Oh my gosh. We're doing this straight up from uh, our boss's office. (laughs) Thanks, boss. You don't listen to this, but thank you. Thank you. All right, fun fact corner. It's nice and warm from the fireplace. It's fun fact corner. We should do this next to the fireplace one time. We should. Oh Caitlin did say God. she likes it when we make up songs, so that's for okay, you, good. our new friend. <laughs> our new friend, Caitlin, who is now a, a dedicated listener of the podcast. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. So Lots of fun facts Lots here. of fun facts. One that I thought was pretty cool was that this whole film was originally supposed to be shot in Toronto because it was cheaper there. Um, but Sandra Bullock, who both starred and produced this film, mm-hmm. was like, if you're going to film a, a movie about New York City, you need to be in New York City. So yeah. they filmed it here in 17 weeks, um, and it really revitalized the economy after the September 11th attacks. Oh, shoot. Um, and so much so that in honor of the cast and crew's contribution to the city, um, December 11th, 2002, was named two weeks notice day by the mayor of New York City. Isn't that also Pearl Harbor Day? No, Pearl Harbor Day is seven. the 7th. 7 and 11 rhyme and I get them mixed up in my head. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, ooh, there's a fun while you were sleeping crossover? Yeah. Oh my Share goodness. it, buddy. Share okay. it. So one of the ongoing com- comedic moments in this film is that Lucy, Sandra Bullock's character, orders a lot of Chinese food. And she's always like, no, no, it's just for one. And she's just like ordering way too much. But she orders Chinese food from Mr. Wong, which is... I guess the same person in While You Were Sleeping. Yeah. Wow. Um, Another thing I thought was interesting was um, a British author named Lynn Truss pointed out that the title of the film is grammatically incorrect. Uh, She says that the title is missing an apostrophe. It should be an apostrophe after the S in two weeks notice, denoting proper possession of the title subject. And in her book where she wrote about grammatically incorrect things yes. there's a picture of her angrily pointing to the poster of two weeks notice ah. <laughs> where it should have an apostrophe huh i like eat shoots and leaves it's a funny book oh have you read it uh, i think so oh cool my p- mom and my grandma are grammar nerds so mm-hmm. i find grammar interesting i do too i was and an english also, major 
stupid. Wow. <laughs> and pretentious, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. But who else made a guest appearance in this film? Uh, Mr. Met. <laughs> Mr. Met. Yay! They uh, they went to a Mets game, and she screws it all up, and uh, instead of catching the ball, knocks it back onto the field, thereby fucking with the Mets. I don't understand baseball, you guys. Yeah, this well, like, sports if they caught it, it would have been an out. Oh, right. But anyway, they filmed it at an actual Mets versus Giants game. Oh, okay. Aren't the Giants a football team? I assume that there's also some sort of Giants baseball team. If you know <laughs> who they play for, email us at youwrongcompletely at gmail.com. Yes. Guys, we watch this movie also. This is a just a secret behind the scenes fun fact without the subtitles on. Because usually when we watch things on my PlayStation 4, I'm able to like select subtitles from like the side menu. I have this weird feeling that it's because of the strange way this DVD does bloopers. Yeah. It was weird. So the blooper reel is not a blooper reel on the DVD that you can access and like watch all of them straight through. There was a feature that while you're watching the movie, like a heart would pop up and if you mm-hmm. pressed whatever button, you could watch the blooper for the scene after you watched the scene. So I think that that screwed up everything and wasn't even worth it. But it, you know, they tried something new. What do you got? Yeah, no, it's true. All right. Okay. Fun fact, fun facted. Uh, before we s- move on to next week, we've watched four Hugh Grant films so far. Yes. What are your current rankings of these Hugh Grant films? Oh, ah, uh, okay. So I'm going to go from the, started from the bottom, now we're here. Perfect. Um, I think my least favorite is Four Weddings and a Funeral. Okay. I'm going to have to put nine months immediately after that. Okay. And then this one, two weeks notice, and put Notting Hill right at the top. Okay. Notting Hill was great. Notting Hill Notting was a Hill surprise. Was a wonderful Horse and Hound film. Magazine. Horse and Hound Magazine. Think of the Thank you, Mr. Gall. Yes. <laughs> Again. Mr. Gall. Um, think of all the fun and charm that we witnessed. Yes. There. I have almost exactly the same order, except Ooh. I would reverse nine months and four weddings. I oh. I liked four weddings even oh. more than nine months, even though four weddings like crushed me. In certain mm. ways, but it still was amusing, and I still liked they had British Sign Language in it, and he looked real cute. And there was like gay her. characters in it, which was nice. I didn't care for the. It was more representative woman. than That's true. Nine Months, personally. That's true. I don't even remember the name Andy McDowell. I don't like her character. No one likes her character. I know, but I love Julianne Moore. So I like, know, but it's Julianne all about the Moore ladies didn't save it for me. It's all about the ladies. But you've got uh, Kristen. Scott Thomas. Yeah. She was good. That's true. She was great. That's true. Anyways, it's fine. We have fine. two more, so we'll have to uh, well, I, add some more stuff we won't, in here. We won't oh, lead no, we're in not now, but I think now. those two are going to be above some of these films. But December, we'll have one one last Hugh one for one. One last Hugh for we'll one. Squeeze all 52 movies into one year and uh, living our best lives. Yeah. I think we have two Hugh for ones. Not Well, we have two double features left. Yes. One Hugh for one left. And one other yeah. Other. Combo. Before that, though, what's what's up for next week? Next week, we are going to watch a film that I have never seen before. And it I is called... I also haven't seen this movie. One Fine Day? Yes. The 1996 film. Yes. Starring George Clooney and uh, Catwoman. Michelle Pfeiffer. Or Catwoman. Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay. Call her by her name. <laughs> okay. Call her by her name. Um, okay. And I'm going to read the IMD lowercase b description of this film. 
<laughs> I just like clearing my Are throat. you like umbrage? Yes. <sighs> the lives of two strangers and their young children unexpectedly intersect on one hectic, stressful day in New York City. Baby. <laughs> you fall in love in 24 hours. Who can say? Will and it be a rom com? cute kids. And do you know who's in it? Mae Whitman is in it. Oh, She's I love one Mae of the Whitman. Cute kids. Um, so I'm excited. That sounds great. Excited. Mia, did two weeks notice rom complete you? I mean, uh, yeah. I just wish I could make some edits to this cameo appearance. And then I would say yes. What about you? I guess. Um, <laughs> I just, if when Voldemort is in a film, it's hard to say it wrong oh, completes you. I know. So that's where I'm at personally. Yeah, that's fair. All <sighs> right. Uh, the outro. Mia, where can they find us between now and next Thursday? At the internet machine on Instagram and Twitter at romcompletemy know you or email us on gmail you romcompletely at gmail.com that's it that's the pod <laughs> that's, it. that's the pod thank you for listening like, what else do we do we will see you and hopefully hear from you next week happy thursday happy thursday have a great weekend bye bye <laughs>